Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Felicia. Welcome to the Bootleg Book Club. And welcome back to season two of our podcast. We're so excited to have you guys back for this um, season. And our first book of season two is going to be Black Girl in Paris by Shay Youngblood. Yes. Let me show the cover really quickly. Beautiful. Yes, it was a nice moody look. So Shay Youngblood, our author, is a Georgia native. I would call her an indie writer, but I know we kind of slightly disagreed about that because she's had written multiple books yes. and she has multiple awards and she has an MFA in creative writing from Brown University. Yes. I'm not sure which number novel this is, but it's certainly not her first novel. And Black Girl in Paris is about a young Georgia girl following in her hero's footsteps to the Black artist Mecca of the Harlem Renaissance, really, um, Paris. We follow the young girl as she struggles to survive in Paris and hopes to make it as a writer. So that was about the author and power of the pen and a little bit about the book. The real heart of our podcast is to do a deep dive into themes, into favorite and least favorite characters. So this next section of the podcast, I'm going to go ahead and say there's a spoiler alert. And if you haven't read this book and plan to, you might want to pause here. Or if you don't mind spoilers, you can continue watching. All right. So let's get into it now yeah. that you've had your warning. So Rose, Thorn, and Bud, what were your highs and lows of reading this book? Okay. So I think one of the highs would be the wording. Mm -hmm. I think it was very jazzy. It was very moody like i said about the um cover of the book it was something that it was flowing with me and i really liked that i really liked the aspect of also while you're mentioning we're in paris we're in one of the safe spaces for black people at the time so you know this being even black history month and just having that refocus on such great black writers that was a really high for me I agree. The setting of Paris, I thought was really nice. And I also thought it was really nice to get a real perspective on Paris, because I feel like a lot of times it is called out as like this black artist Mecca. But I felt like Shay gave a real, true um, peeking behind the curtains view yeah. of everything, which I thought added depth and made it more interesting. Okay. I will say that it was kind of a tough read for me overall in that even though it was a short book it just um seemed to go from one scene to the next very quickly yeah and was slightly disjointed to me okay i also felt like um and i looked this up basically this takes place in 1986 so we're a little further removed from the harlem harlem renaissance of course but essentially we are um, like following the footsteps of her heroes. So that's why I mentioned the Harlem Renaissance, but it's 1986 and like all these terrorist bombings are going mm. on in France. And I looked it up and this actually really was happening um, for the time period. But, and I, I recognize it was real, but I, I'm not sure what it added to the story, I okay. guess. 
it just feel felt like she would randomly mention it here and there but i guess it kind of added to the element of you know paris is not this like perfect place right i think it added to that i also think for me with the low of it being it did feel short and almost choppy in a sense where every chapter felt like its own silo right um, it didn't seem it was supposed to be the story of one girl but it it se- it seemed almost broken in pieces like short stories short stories yes and it being broken in pieces of her life which felt like very much a struggle life yeah that was the other thing i wrote down was that i found it really sad and like struggle and it was yes. it was about art but also i feel like to create art you need space you need clarity you can't necessarily always be focused on survival mode right so it felt that um that's where i felt that i see why they're putting this real history in it of the bombings of being realistic here i think it adds into what is she experiencing especially from what she was trying to escape in the u.s right so um, I think that was another thing that was for me that was really interesting and just going more in depth of her heroes and the main character. They're trying to escape the U.S. and escape discrimination and find a place where and live in a space where they don't have to think about being black. But then they have these things of I have to be really aware of me being an immigrant right i'm still dealing with something i'm trying to escape i'm still dealing with these real issues absolutely i 100 percent agree um do you have anything else to add for the highs and lows no okay so let's get into bookish where we kind of talk about the factors of the book that kind of reminded you of real life yes so for me um, after reading Shay Youngblood's biography, I actually felt like this novel is probably a dramatized version of her life. She did Ooh. live in Paris, um, and she clearly poured a lot of her life experience into the book. Um, right. Let me go back to about the author. So she um, she did live in Paris, like I mentioned. She was an au pair. She did um, volunteer in the Eastern Caribbean. Um, she was a poet's helper in Paris. like. She, I just felt like some of the jobs, some of the places that she's been, it's clearly she like pulled in all of those influences into um, Black Girl in Paris. Yes. And probably, I'm sure dramatized a lot about it, but it just, it felt like reading her biography, I was like, I could definitely see elements of that into the book. And then also, there is one particular character that she goes to visit with a black a black Haitian immigrant actually yes um she goes to visit a professor mayday and um it's so funny actually saying that out loud because i've been reading it but saying professor mayday like so you know like mayday mayday like when the ship is going down or whatever and professor mayday is this person who brings together black expats from all over like different countries that have come to paris and has kind of done some community building and has like foods that they might remember they talk about things that have maybe going on back home and they get to share their art for each like each person yeah and you know i have experience living abroad and i remember like these expat groups are so important like you really do need encouragers community builders no matter where you are to really support you especially when you feel like those moments where you feel alone or Mm -hmm. homesick 
or like you just can't keep going like you need these people who are gonna like you can connect with and like to be able to help you move past those feelings or just like nurture you despite what you may be experiencing in that moment right i think for me what really reminded me of real life and real life factors which was connecting to that this seems like very much a real young adult novel i guess i we've read young adult novels in the past and it was very much on the teenage side this she's about i want to say like 25 or something Mm -hmm. so very much that's what i feel like as a young adult and you see that she's trying to figure out who she is and then which group is she supposed to be in and is this the group i'm in through my art where Mm -hmm. i get to live or is this i'm here because of survival and that's another thing of the people she meets it ends up being people out of survival and it's that was i think another struggle thing of figuring out but then i kind of discovered like this is her coming to her own of like who is her lover who is she actually connected to who does she want to be with when you said coming into her own that makes me think um i mean this still kind of falls into the young adult category but like this is like a coming of age story yes which is like a category within young adult yes um and i think that's a really good point uh would you like to go into the next part yes which will be you want to do quotes Sure. Okay. Um, do you want me to start or would you like to start? You can start. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I have three quotes. I always have the most quotes. So yes. that's why I was like, I can start. I have one big quote. So Okay. So I'm trying to remember how I can look at these. Okay, great. So my first one is on page 17. Okay. And Eden, the main character, is meets, I believe her name is Delphine. For the first time who is like a young black parisian girl well i shouldn't say parisian because she's not necessarily from paris but french girl and she really helps out eden like because eden is on the struggle bus like from day one like from page one chapter one she she comes to paris with nothing nothing just God. a dream a hope okay um and so delphine really supports this girl but delphine herself um is in uh is studying to become a lawyer eventually and i really connected with delphine because she admires the artist way of life but she's definitely on the more realistic spectrum but she says i admire the dedication of the artist but nothing is certain for you i am not so brave she looked Mm -hmm. out the window so i do think like although we're reading this like book about struggle like we have to recognize eden did take a big leap and eden was brave and i thought that was like something to remember and just keep in mind as we read all these different things that happened to her right no that's a good point um you see in the reading that eden doesn't seem confident in herself but it's like you're going through all of this like no you're brave you courageous so capable Mm -hmm. you are everything it's like you're really exploring this option of art for yourself so yeah um and then on page 53 um i don't recall who is speaking but oh it's indigo another person that she meets who i didn't like too much but we can get into that later um and basically 
there's been a bombing, but he wants to go out. And she's like, is it safe? Mm -hmm. And then he just basically says, you can't stop living your life. Everybody is scared, but you can't let fear rule your life. And I thought that was important because even now, um, the things that we're going through, I think with uh, the pandemic, with Mm -hmm. um, attacks from whatever country, um and just even within our own country with gun violence and that sort of thing and like obviously like we still work our hardest and do our best to mitigate whatever risk we can but i thought it also was poignant to me that these themes um in this book written like from from the perspective of the 80s is still important in today's world Mm, where a lot of those experiences or those thoughts haven't gone away and you have to realize like you still need to live your life even amongst like terrible times like you still need to take moments to enjoy your life right and then the last quote i had was on page 184 and i guess 184 185 and this one is like a big one And it says, art is just as important as food, because if your soul ain't nourished, you Mm -hmm. one empty MFR. That's one of the reasons I live here. Now the French government can take care of their national treasures. French people think somebody crazy enough to choose the life of an artist and and commit to it deserve to be supported. They appreciate art and creativity. Only reason I ain't got no French passport is that it is entirely too dangerous to do so. My paper's in order and yours better be. This ain't no paradise. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was important because it really tied together for me that, you know, this the central story here is that she's pursuing her art. Does she experience other things along the way? Is she going through struggle? Does she find love in some kind of way does she you know you know all these things are happening but the true center theme i think is how important is art to you how important is it to you to create Mm -hmm. and it's like also art but also keeping reality in mind like this almost like tug of war between art and reality yeah in the sense and i think professor mayday really brings that together and he's just like yes create everybody needs not only food to sustain themselves but they need art to sustain themselves you need your soul to thrive but make no mistake paris is no paradise paris has become this mecca it's like on this pedestal but at the same time no matter where you're creating art you can never forget that you're black i think is another part of this whole thing like you can never forget that you're black and you'll be targeted just for being black. And you need to kind of keep that balance between art and reality. And I felt like that was, to me, the main message, like mm-hmm. overall, like, like it was really what I gathered from it. Um, and I also gathered from it that as much as you want to create art and as much as you want to go for it, again, that balance between art and reality, like you cannot create your best art in survival mode Mm -hmm. i don't think because we even find that eden doesn't even really write her book that she came to write she doesn't write it in paris Mm. she writes it when she goes to the countryside right exactly and i think also connected to that would be there was a part 
it was it was kind of like a list and it was like tips of living life and one of them it was along the lines of you can't just live um you know you have to live you can't just exist right so a lot of that and being coming of age and growing into this what does it mean to be black what does it mean to be a woman what does it mean to be an artist of being aware of all these things so i could live right right and not just pass through the survivor mode and just existing so i i really like that reminder too for me i picked a quote that was at the very beginning um i i do this all the time but it's a big block here um and this is before she goes on this like kind of thing journey i guess so before i left home i cut my hair close to my scalp so I could be a free woman with free thoughts, open to all possibilities. I was making a map of the world. In ancient times, maps were made to help people find food, water, and the way back home. I needed a map to help me find love and language. And since one didn't exist, I have to invent one. Following the trails and signs left by other travelers, I didn't know what I wanted to be but I knew I wanted to be the kind of woman who was bold, took chances, and had adventures. I wanted to travel around the world. It was my little girl dream. And I thought that was beautiful, right? That is beautiful. And I thought for me that was like a big part of what this book was about for me, of her pursuing her dreams, Eden going out there even finding what is her map of life and um i think that really touched bases with a lot of things and in the beginning it caught my eye because she was saying she cut her hair and i thought that was huge too as a young black woman of how that could possibly be so freeing because there's so much history and so much weight in our hair so again it goes back to she is trying to avoid and leave something in the u.s but I think this open to any possibility made for a really good beginning for such a beautiful story overall. I agree. And that actually kind of makes something else kind of come together for me because at first I was a little confused because in the beginning of the book, she talks about being a map maker. And I was like, are you a map maker, a writer? What type of artist creative are you here? But I kind of, it kind of comes together now. Like, she sees writing and doing art as being a map maker. Like you're kind of charting for people, this journey, this path to love and language, I guess. Right. Okay. So I'm going to kind of put together rough draft and my POV. Okay. Because I want to talk about my least favorite character. And that was definitely Indigo. He gave me dirty old man, nasty, manipulative vibes. And for me, it was really rough to read um, these like moments with just nasty old men, Mm. which I think is like, again, it goes back to the reality of the situation, like young black girls and really young girls anywhere. Like there's always going to be older men probably trying to take advantage of you who try to make it seem like they're helping you, but they're really not like he was supposed to help her with housing, with food. And like, really, he was a moocher himself, so he couldn't do nada and i just i hated that for her right and that he wasn't the only one um but yeah i just i that was difficult for me to read and it it was he was one of my least favorite characters so i did want to bring that up 
And then I felt like I always struggle with calling like a main character my least favorite, but like sometimes it was hard for me to connect with Eden because I felt like, again, I'm more like Delphine, like more like a little bit more on the realistic side. I recognized Eden's bravery, but there were some moments where I was just like, girl, go home. <laughs> you need to go home now. Um, we don't need to do this. You don't need to do this. Um, and then of course my favorite character, which Delphine was like mostly in the like beginning she she wasn't there for eden's entire journey but i felt like she was almost like an angel to eden whenever mm. she did make herself um present she's like the first person eden meets in paris she's like young sophisticated she helps those survive she helped eden survive honestly those first couple of days and anytime she popped into the story she was just there to help eden and i appreciated that right so originally i put none for favorite for least um i think it's also part of it just being so short and felt um very separated i think i will say um who i really liked who wasn't who was more like a figure character i guess it would have been james baldwin and i think that goes to having a dream having a hope and having something that i could reach for and always consider and then of course like that inspiration was very moving, I think, for the right. storyline. And then... Like, she's pretty much chasing her art, but she's... Through chasing her art, she's chasing James Baldwin across Paris. Exactly. Like, she's she's trying, to find, she's trying to find, excuse me, James Baldwin, but really she's trying to find that spark, that thing that gets her to write and be able to live off her writing, I think. Right. Um, I definitely think, overall, I just was not connected to many characters so that's why i was just like i don't think i liked any of them so that's why i couldn't pick a least favorite per se and then another person i would say i was intrigued by would have been loose towards the end um i think the only other thing i would have said it was a bit confusing for me in the end of what this relationship was, what how deep was it connecting? Are they sisters, romantic interest. Sisters, romantic um, interest. Was, she was like, you remind me of my sister, and it was this, like, it. That was the part, but that, I will say, that part was intriguing, and I wish there was more. So I think that leads to the writing wish now, and I think for me, my writing wish goes a little bit back to the concept of the book and the way that it was cut into pieces not only were there chapters that felt like short stories in the chapters there were these life lessons Um, for example it was like seven rules for living that was done in a list format and the lists were good but there were stories which each rule and there was different things like that that felt that i needed more to the story to feel complete to feel that it could add even more interest to the characters for me to um, go deeper with them. So it felt like things were just abrupt or cut off because it was very much short snippets. Right. And honestly, like that kind of plays into my writing wish. Um, So piggybacking off of that, these short stories were from like lessons that she was getting from other people, like other characters throughout the book. And I know we've talked here and there about like whether or not we like novels that have different perspectives. Mm. But I actually think in this instance, 
the book would have benefited from other people's perspective. Like it would have benefited from Luce's perspective, right. for example. That's so true. Like as far as like some of the lessons perhaps, or maybe it would have benefited a little bit deeper into going to like Professor Mayday's pr- perspective um, or whatever the case may be. And I actually think in this in particular instance, it would have added a little bit more depth. It would have made it more interesting and it mm. would have provided context. Yes. But additional context behind all these lessons and all of that stuff. And I definitely understand that this book is called Black Girl in Paris. But like Luce is a black girl in Paris. Mm. Delphine is a black girl in Paris. Like I definitely think there was there could have been a way to like play that up a little bit. Yes. Just more insight. Overall. Right. Right. And then my last writing wish is just like, I don't know if I would call it a writing wish or maybe it was just. Maybe it's just like my personal feelings mm. because he was a Haitian character, but o- Olu Kristoff, it's just sad that we don't know the way he ends, like his how what how his fate ends up mm. because he ends up going to prison. But then again, it it kind of plays into that um, real like duality between art and reality that we talked about. Like there was a lot of realism in this. And sometimes we do lose people in a myriad of ways. We don't know what happens to them, especially if you're a traveler who meets people along the way. Mm-hmm. And it also brought into the reality, like just immigration um, issues and like being black, no matter where you are, you can't like forget that part. Like you um, have to be always aware. You always have to have your papers. Like you just always need to be alert in that sense. And I, I, I guess part of me is like, well, he's Haitian. I would have liked to know what right. how he handed. But, like, at the same time, I definitely understand that in reality, you don't know what happens to people sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did at least appreciate that immigration was talked about in the context of, you know, Paris. Like, it wasn't all, you know, roses and perfection for everyone. You know, like, there was definitely challenges, Mm -hmm. even if you were Black. And even though we consider Paris to be this Black mecca for artists, like, that wasn't the case for everyone. And so I thought it was interesting and important that she did add that element to it with um, Olu being a young Haitian guy. So, and obviously that plays into colonialism and all that stuff. Right. Um, So, yeah. So that's about it, I think, for season two, episode one. Thank you guys so much for joining us and watching and listening. We really appreciate it. And we're just so excited to get into season two. And we just feel like Black Girl in Paris was a good book for February because it really plays into the themes of, you know, with it being Black History Month, Black Love Month. And it definitely touches on on different types of love um, in this novel. Of course, it is a overall coming of age story, but that is Black love is definitely touched on in the book for sure. So um, as always, you'll be able to see the rating and the review on our Instagram and our blog. So make sure you tune into those as well. Thanks again for watching. See you next time. Bye. Woo! Hopefully, hopefully. Yes, yes. Perfect.